0: There for the Minnesota Wild. Honestly, that'd be amazing. The Loons.
1: The Loons. Minnesota United FC. The Loons. Yeah,
0: those. Those are fierce.
1: State bird, man. Don't don't mock. They're really. They're not bad anymore. They're decent. They're. They're respectable now. Rough start to the season. They're not Atlanta United.
0: All right, welcome to our latest edition. Close to the end of the season, Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith, Scott Weeby,
1: Brian Chesko. You know it's close to the end of the season when you can count how many matches are left. Twelve matches I mean, to on go your, as we Almost
0: report. on one hand,
1: yeah, true. Almost on on two hands. <laughs> Technically on three. <laughs> for those of you who have three hands.
0: I was uh, thinking two hands. Uh, I sure, meant sure. Collectively, yeah, I get it. You one know, person's tens, hands. Yeah. one person mm-hmm. can do it on their hands and thumbs. Dave, fingers and thumbs. Yeah. Dave, I, I have a,
1: I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, it was about one year ago when we were heavily lamenting the loss of Newcastle from the Premier League. Do you remember this?
0: Yes. It was, it was, it was a horrible day. It really for, was for multiple reasons. A great, fantastic club. Mm-hmm. Tons of talent on it. Mm-hmm. Characters that we love. Good manager. Excellent manager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mitrovich with his triangle-shaped body. You yes. know, yeah. our <laughs> uh, one of my favorite. A segment that I wanted to to you know figure out another way to do it, and you guys said no. It's good the way it is. Yeah. We're gonna leave it. Yeah. So like there was you know DeAndre Yedlin was playing for them, and, yeah. or you That's know right. and and. Well, he is now. He is now, yeah. But yeah, like so much going for them, and somehow they found themselves being relegated.
1: Well, I think the main reason why we—this is just my spec. This is my hypothesis, Uh, purely.
0: And and it was it was one of Brian's. Like Brian had this love affair with three clubs last year. Was it just three?
2: It was. I think we
0: narrowed it down to three. It It was was West Ham. It was a handful. Yeah, yeah. It was maybe five. But but Newcastle was right there. In yeah. fact, one could argue if they stayed up.
2: Sure. I I refuse to I refuse to apologize for liking Stoke
0: last year. That's no no I, I agree. Stoke was very <laughs> likable last year. But what you're saying is, what I'm saying is, it was. It would even hurt more. Yeah, oh yeah. I hurt, hurt for you yeah, to watch terrible. them drop. Anyway, sorry. Nobody. Just nobody was one more thing to bring up.
1: Yeah, I think my my hypothesis is that the reason why we, we hated to see them go the most yeah. more than we will for any of the three clubs who are already relegated this year.
0: Right.
1: It's because of a certain young ginger named Jack Colbeck.
0: Absolutely.
1: One of our favorite players on this podcast, Jack Kolbeck. Absolutely. For those of you who don't know, because you haven't listened to us for more than a year, (laughs) (laughs) we used to have a segment, a segment we like to call The Callback Fact. Now I don't even remember how it started. I don't either. I, I hate it when people refer to things as developing organically. Yeah, sure. But it's possible that The Callback Fact had an organic development story to it. All I know is we put it on hiatus for a year, hoping that it would only be a year, and now it's official. Newcastle has won the championship. Yep. They will be back in the Premier League next year.
0: Great news for the for the league. And
1: this is the first possible moment we can return <laughs> a segment we like to call the Callback Fact.
2: Uh, the Callback Fact started Certainly as a way for me to say lies about Jack Kolbe. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he just, he just took away all of 100% the... certainty. But it slowly <laughs> turned into real facts because, well, there were, there were plenty. Yeah, sure. Uh, look, I'm really excited about the return of the Colback fact, and hopefully there can be plenty more Colback facts next season. Oh. You, you never know. From what I've seen, Newcastle is soured a good bit. Fans are are not happy about Jack Colbeck. No. Mm. However, mm. that doesn't mean there aren't facts about the man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good, and Ginger's in good or
2: bad, there there are still <laughs> facts. So, we are make believe. They're facts. Before we say goodbye sure. to the trash of this Premier League season, <laughs> let's say hello. Or perhaps more appropriately, welcome back mm. to something we have missed all this season. By we, I mean we. Yeah. I mean all of us. I am speaking for all of us. Everyone. I don't care what you guys say. Sure. Let's sprinkle some ginger on the start of this podcast yeah. with a very easily sunburned <laughs> Colback fact. <laughs> the only thing we missed more than Newcastle in the Premier League this season was Jack Colbach's yellow card accumulation. Yes. Yeah. Heavy. His total for the 2016-2017 English Championship season, mm. 10. 10 yellow cards that's, in 29 appearances. That's,
0: still pre- that's high. That's pretty that's good. good. It's, yeah. it's now
2: three consecutive s- soccer seasons yeah, nice. of double-digit yellow card of totals. Now, th- he had 33 total in the past three seasons. Yeah. Look out, Jose Hola, mm. and Granite Xhaka. Oh man! The Yellow Card Sheriff <laughs> is coming back <laughs> to town. The Yellow Card Sheriff. I cannot wait for them to be back. That's so. That's good. it. That's your Col- oh, the fact Col- Col- is an act. Look, the Colback oh, fact is an right. actual fact. Jack Colback. That was the best thing about him. Uh, was that he was uh, capable of accumulating a ton of yellow cards without getting a red card, and he did that again this year. Ten yellow cards, no reds.
0: My favorite callback fact, and I still remember. I don't remember the pod, but I remember the moment. Scott, you remember why Brian's (laughs) fact for why he only got yellows and never got reds? I don't. It it was because he he was scared. It, he he, he, was, he was he was he
2: refused to embrace his, his redness his true yeah his yeah. The, the, yeah. his ruddy <laughs> nature and so he oh, tried to so avoid good. it by only accumulating
1: yellows
0: oh, so good I all right welcome back Jack Colback yes
1: back. and Newcastle United we are recording this on Tuesday night as we record there have been something like thirteen matches played in match week thirty seven with two more still to go uh wednesday's southampton united fixture and thursday's Leicester tottenham fixture but we're recording anyway we're going to give you all the details that we can from these last 13 matches with one match week left to play not counting those two little matches i just mentioned still to come this week and we're going to prepare you for sunday championship sunday here in the united states where we get all 10 matches on 10 different networks yeah you can flip your Flip the channels to your heart's content. Listen,
0: I I don't know if we've mentioned it this in a while. I feel sorry for all all of our friends in the motherland, on the island, and or maybe very possibly in other places of the world, who cannot watch all of the games. Like We have NBC's coverage. We are so lucky that we can watch all the games wherever we are. You know, based on uh, on the TV package here in the U.S. And I'm thankful for that. Hence, the ability to watch all 10 games, if necessary, if you have enough TVs.
2: Or screens, internet devices. And or yep.
0: internet devices. You can open up 10, 10 uh, when Explorer pages, right? You're going to have
1: Goal Rush, right? The Premier League goal oh, rush. Oh, I'm sure they'll have goal rush. That'll I mean, be the best this goal rush the best, of the year. Yeah, this is the best time to watch it. Right? Yeah. I
0: mean, it would be flashing there in and out. There would be no equivalent to it at any other point for almost anything else. This is the only time this happens all year. The last week where yep. all 10 matches are on at the same time. Yep. I wish they'd do that the first week almost. I know they can't because they like to space them out, but yeah, kickoff weekend or yeah. something.
1: Yeah. Well, we're going to prepare you for that. And at the end of the podcast, we're going to tell you what you can expect for championship Sunday. Something very excited, something you're exciting, something you're going to want to stick around for. Yep. But before all that, Brian. Let's do this.
2: Get on to the matches.
1: We'll start with our championship club Chelsea. Uh, way back on Friday, mm. West, West Brom nil. Mm. Chelsea won a late Mishi Batshuai goal. Remember when I predicted he'd score 12 this year?
0: Do you remember that? I was bold. Well, when. you thought he'd get starts in fairness. I sure to you.
1: did. Sure did. Uh, typically, when you spend 35 something million pounds on a player, you play him. Not Chelsea. No. Until this match, when he scored the championship. Winning. Well, he goal. didn't
0: start, but he did play. I mean he's played. He's subbed in in a lot of he games.
2: He hasn't even subbed in that much, yeah. has he? Not that I've seen.
0: Maybe, I don't maybe I feel that like had he, had he hasn't played subs. very much at all. He gets in and he kind of lucks up and gets a goal.
2: The thing that I immediately thought was noble effort by West Bromwich Albion. In this match. Yeah, yeah and yeah. and Solomon Rondon in particular uh had his moments. But it was not to be, and curse you, uh, Chelsea, for stealing Nathan Ake.
0: Mm. And letting him waste.
1: Yep. My uh, rough estimate here, just a quick count, I think he's made 19 appearances, but until his 83... And that's
0: not cup appearances. No, this is is just primarily appearances. I I know he had cup appearances.
1: Uh, But until his 83 minutes in this past match against Watford, which we'll get to... Uh, midweek, he had never played more than 20 minutes in any of yeah. those
0: okay.
2: yeah. Uh Congrats for anybody who stuck with uh, Dave Azpilicueta this entire time. Yeah. Uh, my guess is he probably lost a lot of ownership the way a lot of the other defenders did between match weeks, oh, let's say 23 and 30, when uh, when Azpilicueta went on a string of twos that entire time. <laughs> And finished uh, week thirty against Crystal Palace with a one. I'm guessing at that point you probably a lot of people probably bailed on him. But
1: it's kind of amazing that in spite of all those numbers, Brian, he's still third overall. I know,
2: I know. And then you know finishes these past the the past four weeks now the past four matches I should say with. uh, Oh a whole crap load of points. That's 30, right. 35 in 4 weeks. So That's right. that'll put you back up to third. I'm surprised it didn't leapfrog him up there with uh, in the second or something with Alonzo. He's close. And I guess there's still
1: time. Uh, what's interesting though, so obviously a clean sheet for all the defenders who started in this match and then most of them sat.
2: Yeah, the almost next match. every single one.
1: 4-3, nine changes made as we predicted there would be if they won the title mm-hmm. against all West Brom. Right, yeah. 4-3 win over Watford. The goals in this one, John Terry, Azpilicueta. Yep. Uh, Mishi again, Bashuai, and then Ses Fabregas for Watford, not that it matters because Watford's barely in the Premier League anyway. Etienne Capoue, g- way to go, getting one more goal just to spite us. Yep. Daryl <laughs> Janmott and Stefano <laughs> Okaka. Uh, and so, uh, obviously, you, know, you played Chelsea for the West Brom match uh-huh. if you played them at all. If you did, you benefited clean sheet in this one.
2: Uh yes, if you did that you benefited, but if unless you had uh unless you had Dave, you were not doing good because uh not only did a lot of the guys rotate out, Hazard and Costa probably killed you mm. if you if you were banking on them at all. Sure. Hazard
1: was one of the guys also who did not come out against Watford mm-hmm. to start. He was one of the. He was not one of the nine. I think changes. that
2: in the two weeks, I think they combined for seven points or eight points. Interesting, something like that. You would that. have expected if Hazard is the one who's going to play both matches,
1: yeah, get a lot more production. But I mean,
2: like in the Premier League and everyone else that saw it, that he rotates out a ton, uh, and I would assume if you're going to be uh, this season, where they he rotated out a lot, I would guess next season that should be a lot more true. Uh, if they're going to really care about Champions League, you're right. Hazard would probably be the number one uh, target for rotation. I can't imagine he's going to play very he's much. He's going to be year. prioritized for
1: Champions yeah. League, like you would think. Uh, it, you know, it's interesting you mentioned the thing about Aspil equate to Brian because you're right. That's the, both the, the frustration with top clubs who have multiple players who can perform for you in fantasy, um, but also potentially the, it's just the risk-reward. There could be a reward there too. Like you said, if you stick with Dave, mm-hmm. you benefited in these matches. However, for those of you who are already looking ahead to next year, there is value in finding a handful of guys to plug into your lineup that you are going to keep all season long. You just know I'm putting him in, and the plan is, barring injury or just horrendous form for an extended period of time, that you're going to keep him. You're going to stick with him. Quaid is a perfect example. Any of these three Chelsea defenders, once October rolled around and Conte went to the 3-4-3, if you plugged any of these three in and just kept them in your lineup, you then benefit from their overall points. I know that we say, that it, this is not the time to necessarily just go off of overall season scoring because you're looking at you know one match right. left now. Go with the best matchups now in your final week. However, early in the season, if you had any of these three, or even all three, maybe yeah. you go with three defenders. That's bold. You probably didn't. But if you did, now you have the top... Three defenders, and it yeah. doesn't matter how they did from week to week. You got all 175 of Alonso's points and 172 of yeah. Cahill's points and 168 of Espiloqueta's points, and you're probably looking really good right now in your
0: league. Yeah. I, um, I hate Chelsea, <laughs> okay. but I have to give the, uh, the old nod of the cap. Tip the of the tip cap. of the cap. Hail to the champs. Um, they successfully won the league uh, against everyone hating them.
2: And your conspiracy theory is holding up that unless you're wearing a blue kit, you have no chance of winning the Premier League.
0: And or if you don't own N'Golo Conte. Now, (laughs) I want to bring this up. Oh, geez. Chelsea, the last three Premier League champions have been the least injured teams that have won the league. They have also been three teams that haven't been in Champions League. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has also been three teams that have had the, the most consistent starting lineup every match. Seriously, those three mm-hmm. statistics have been exactly the same the last three years. Mm. And it just makes you wonder, Does hey. that, does that continue this next hey. year? Liverpool, if Arsenal, Arsenal, if Arsenal's Liverpool in fifth place, Arsenal might be. My- <laughs> you're feeling pretty good, aren't you? <laughs>
1: hey, I mean, although I'd say Europa League is probably harder if they if give a crap about the. Europa well, league well maybe all, maybe you
0: it? just don't give a crap about it. I yeah. mean, he, here's the thing, the, it's and and we're seeing it with United this year. They're they're going to win it. They're probably going to win it. I can't and, tell you and how they are badly focusing. I hope they're wrong.
1: I've never cheered against an English club more than I will when they play Ajax. Why? I'll tell you why.
2: Jose right. Mourinho's
1: quote post match.
2: Wait, I thought we are still on. We children. are.
1: We're all over the place here. <laughs> hold on. Mourinho after match says we only have one match to play, and that's not in the Premier League.
2: Yeah.
1: Clearly, there's one more. There's two more Premier League matches left for United to play at, at the moment. That he said this, I, I just he's putting all his eggs in the Europa basket. And yes, it's likely they're going to win. I get that, but can I tell you, I am going to cackle with delight. If IX would be Because he League only Final. focused because on. Because he, he that. has but given but middle he, fingers to the Premier League. And that's fine. He has the right to do that. Liverpool sort of did the same thing, although Klopp was not as blatant in his quotes about it. But Mourinho... I was going to
0: say, Liverpool he played the kids saw the writing, writing on the League. wall. He
1: played the kids in the Premier League. There's no question. But he wasn't coming out saying, we're not playing matches in the Premier League. We're only well, don't
0: Well, don't bang on him for, for being honest.
1: We have only one match to play. that's not honest he He's got two Premier League matches to
0: play. well, I mean he could sugarcoat it and say other things. I mean sometimes, yeah we, there's something to be said for tactfulness, Dave. It's better than getting the stereotypical manager answer
1: I don't know I don't know yeah i disagree i mean i, 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 mean, I, I yeah yeah. I mean, he he regularly provides us with manager quotes of the week. Which, I know. I mean, hey, come come on. I mean, can't, listen. Can't if we lost
0: Mourinho that, and or some of these other managers after on, losing yeah. Van Gaal and others, I mean, yeah. come but, on. But think about he gives us fodder. Think about think about movies. There's
1: a difference between someone that you're supposed to hate and that you enjoy hating, and then someone who is so beyond that point that you just hate hate them. You know what I'm talking about. And Mourinho is not any, he's no longer someone that I want to hate. He's someone I hate, hate. And if he left, I actually would be so happy.
0: I'd be so, no, so happy. I, I hate, I really hated him at Chelsea, but I can handle him at United. I'm all right with that. Hey, Cesc Fabregas.
2: <laughs> Do you like this for hard turn?
0: There? Back to fantasy.
2: Cesc Fabregas doesn't play a whole heck of a lot
0: doesn't seem like it. Sesse he-
2: Fabregas has four goals and nine assists in ten of his last eleven I home know. matches. He's going to be <laughs> amazing for
1: Liverpool next
2: year. Sesk Fabregas, right? I don't know. That may be the toughest part of uh if if there's a if there's a, a difficulty ahead for Chelsea. It's what what are you going to do with players that are? Oh, I don't know. Is he is he dissatisfied? He sure doesn't play like he's dissatisfied sesk he it just seems like he's one of those guys if he's if he feels a part of the of the team and he likes coming off the bench and starting sometimes and not starting other times or not playing at all other times it just seems like for a guy he almost got he almost cracked the top 30 in midfielder scoring despite having the it's impressive just not un, playing
1: uh, much yeah i mean he, you would never select him because you never know he never. Conte he, the only thing
2: him. you could have done if, if the savvy owner in the past few weeks, I might have thought, hey, you know what? Susk might be the beneficiary here because he's one of the bench guys, and that's the rotation that they're going to run into. Good this job. This is
0: interesting. Good on you. He's <laughs> not. I thought he was older than he is. He's 30. He just turned 30. He's
2: he's not got Diego Costa face. That's for sure. That's Well, <laughs> come on. Who does? Uh, Greg Odin. This is not a Fair basketball enough. podcast. Touche. <clears throat> Is there anything else you? Is there? No. I mean, as far as Chelsea is concerned, I mean, for the last match, I mean, it's it's as good as you're gonna get. Uh,
0: you well, no, but it, it's who's playing.
2: That's exactly it. Nathan Ake, Nathan Ake is John Terry. Play. John, John Terry is
0: gonna play. Kurt Zuma, I would imagine a yeah, bunch you, of players that you haven't played all year. Right. But let's be honest. No, Nishi. Let, let's think about this. Let's Maybe. think about this. You might they'll probably hold a clean sheet, right? Could Mishy score
1: nine goals to get to 12 on the season? Yeah, but (laughs) he might.
0: Do you think... (laughs) No, no, hold on. Your point, whether you meant to make this or not, is a really valid one. If you're looking for cheap options and you have a transfer and or two, and or you're willing to take a hit to gain some extra points... Hey, why not? How cheap is John Terry and or Ake?
2: Ake is the cheapest that there is. I think he's only 3.8. Yeah. So he's an option. I mean, it's a good sure. clean sheet opportunity hosting
1: Sunderland at the same in time. In a vacuum, though, would you have vacuum. guessed? Would
2: you have guessed four three as the final score line versus Watford this uh, no. this week, even with no. subs, substitutes <laughs> it's in? It's a
1: valid point. It's a valid point that does throw a little water on the fire. At the same time, you wonder final match they rested midweek. Does Conti go with his best lineup and just say goodbye in style?
0: Mm-mm. I tell you what, you know, you know what I think he'll probably do. I think he will. Start a mixed lineup. I think some of the older veterans that he's been playing won't play. He doesn't want the guys to get too much rust because they're gonna have another week off before the FA Cup final. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would obviously he he's used all three subs all year. Um, I you know he already just rested them for this last game. It wouldn't surprise me if he ends up putting up a lot of the starters out there.
2: Does he have a soul? Does he care about further humiliating? Sunderland? No, he
0: does not have a soul. Okay. I mean, have you looked into those icy blue eyes? I am not looking at those. They will, there's no, that's a soulless look in there. Tottenham
1: 2, Manchester United 1, goals from Victor Wanyama and Harry Kane, uh, win the day at the final match at White Hart Lane. Uh, Lone United goal coming from uh, Spry Wayne Rooney. Oh, Wayne, sneaking one in there. Yeah, good for him. I mean, what do you say? I mean, Kane gets the goal. Ali yeah. and Erickson got you mixed results for Tong and not much because of the Rooney goal. Yeah. Uh, you know, Elder Vireld, the same. Uh, you know, Kyle Walker doesn't start again. Uh, it's, it's just the same old story. Now, Tottenham still have one match to come in this match week, and that is Thursday against Leicester at Leicester. I mean, that one... That could be a five-four.
0: Hey, it could also be uh, nil 0 United United beat Tottenham in one stat in the game. Would you like to know that stat, Brian? Yeah, I'd love. I'd love clearances. To know that. <laughs> clearances. Good job. They had thirty-three clearances to Tottenham sixteen.
2: I like when I like when Mourinho uh, talks about other teams, like when he did about uh, West Brom uh, criticizing them for parking the bus on them. Yeah,
0: I just feel like that's like been... like he just mm. come on. He invented parking a <laughs> yeah, exactly. box.
2: Uh, Speaking of United, they
1: also have one more match. Uh, so both clubs in this match have a second still to come. United traveling
2: to Southampton. Hopefully, you listened to us and ran as far away as you could from United players. Yeah, uh, for this for this coming time. Rooney They're... getting
1: the goal speaks to that, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, the one guy that you might have been able to find a little bit useful uh, through this entire run is Anthony Martial, who's been playing really well. He assisted Rooney's goal, and, and he's soon close. to be sold. He's soon to be sold, Anthony Martial to some other team somewhere.
0: Probably. I think he's going to go somewhere else and do really well. For some reason, it just hasn't worked for him. He's going to be great he's at Liverpool great. next year. <laughs> oh, okay. man. Man. He's going to be really good for somebody if he
2: if he gets his head in the game. Yeah,
0: hey, I take him. I take him in Arsenal. Harry Kane fit is in with everyone else who can
2: Harry spot. Kane is now in a th- <laughs> there's a three horse race for the golden boot. Yeah, boot. Harry Kane is interested in the Golden Boot.
0: He's interested. Like, like, what he to win the, final the Golden day? Boot, and he, will
2: does not he a be hat? and will not be leaving the starting lineup. For, Brian,
1: for the sake of podcast integrity, yep. can you uh, inform us on who he's competing against for that Golden Boot?
2: He is. Everyone is still chasing Romelu Lukaku, which doesn't even sound right. <laughs> uh, twenty-four it seems goals for like four for,
0: weeks or five weeks since he scored
2: twenty-four for Big Rom. Uh, Sanchez, in his past four matches, gets him to second now. I think he's a 23. Harry Kane now in third with 22. Hey,
0: the the whole league is lucky that Gabriel Jesus has only played like six games. I know. Every shot that guy has goes on target, and
2: most of them go in. (laughs) Lukaku's not scored in his last four. Yeah. Will he score at
1: Arsenal?
0: Maybe. No.
2: If his road form has no. anything to say about it, he will not. Yeah, yeah. I
0: agree. So, and the fact grabs. that ever since yep, Arsenal is changed for formations, I think they've given up two goals, and that was to Spurs. So,
1: so I mean, Spurs are they only know one direction, and that's towards the opposing goal. Mm-hmm. So, despite uh, you know the fact that they can't win the title anymore, and they knew that going into this match against United, they were obviously motivated by playing their final home game, in which their stadium. Was, Quite a sight it was. It It really, really was.
0: I really enjoyed. I saw NBC uh, on on part of their coverage. I saw a uh, someone had taped up a uh, a a piece of paper, and on it said, "Thanks for all the missed memories." And it was because they for for the last ten years they had a season ticket right behind the pole, right behind (laughs) the post, and so they. I thought it was very witty, very clever. Yeah. Some, someone got a picture of that. Um, hey, it's a it's a great ground. Arsenal learned this the hard way, moving to out of Highbury. I mean, there's benefits obviously moving to a bigger, newer, state of the art ground, which they're moving to. But what you lose in what those little bit smaller grounds have, West Ham wow. experienced this this past year, it is a lot of atmosphere, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of things. And and I'm I think they I've already heard that they've built this in such a way that hopefully they has, haven't lost much. But seeing the, it's another, another one bites the dust. Another, another historic ground yeah. is getting demolished. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of sad. It's on to the new, I guess.
1: I have high hopes for my Spurs players uh, going to Leicester this Thursday. You and need I think to have real high hopes. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. More on that later. Uh, more on that in the Arsenal match. Yeah. Okay. Um, but also, I see no reason why not to play them at Hall on the final day. Now, newly rele- relegated Hall.
0: Yeah, I, a lot of these games are going to be like glorified friendlies. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think guys uh, will legitimately want to go out there and have fun and get goals. And
1: The hard part's going to be having guys who play. Yeah. Quite honestly, now that everything has been decided except uh, for fourth place, fourth, third we- and fourth, technically.
0: No, I think City clinched third today. No?
1: No. Nope. Third and fourth are still up for face. grabs. Okay, come on. Uh, and so uh, you know, so you have three clubs who are going to play for wins: City, Arsenal, and Liverpool. Uh, not in that order. Um, but um, everyone else, you're exactly right, Dave. It's going to be it's going to be glorified friendlies. Right. Speaking of friendlies, West Ham thought they were playing one last week. Oh Good my gosh! West Ham nil, Liverpool four. Oh, man. Come on, West
0: Ham. You're supposed to give Arsenal a chance. Oh, my goodness. For all the
1: goodwill, Slavin Bilic has been able to build up the last couple of weeks. He lost it all in this one. It's not cool. It's not cool when your club is so bad in their final home game that when they do their final lap around the stadium after the final whistle blows and the final match of the final home game of the season, that there's no fans left to be clapping to. a A lot of home stadiums saw that this past week. This one was one of them at the London Stadium. Man, West Ham's going to be glad to get away from London Stadium for a few months. Are they not? Rough I first year.
0: I, I, I can't imagine. I hope they change the dynamics and bring some seats in closer. So that's got to that. be easier
1: said than done, Dave. It looks.
0: It I looks don't think so, it's
2: possible. It looks so weird. It does. Uh, Absolutely. It looks like there's way too much space. Uh, because and, there is. There's way too much space. I feel like I saw somebody say something like it looks like uh, somebody put a stadium inside another stadium. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> they can try to on. do
1: like what the NBA does and like really like pitch side seats, you know? And yeah. Do I, some different things nearby.
2: Uh, I like, I think everybody, even hockey at least, has players that are kind of right there. I know you're separated <laughs> by a thin layer of yeah. glass, but yeah. Uh, I, there, that there is nothing like the atmosphere yeah. of that, and yeah. so, yeah, I don't serve him drinks down there. Yeah, you I don't want to serve him any
1: drinks. Uh, Too yeah. close to the pitch for that. But
2: I mean, I know you've had. I just think, what's the big concern? You know lunatics running out on the field, like proximity to the players, and like, I guess you you just feel like you'd see that more often. I mean, there's going to be streakers. There's going to be people who want in, in to.
0: The can you
1: imagine if they're on the side? We're taking this way too far now. But can you imagine if they're on the side of the TV cameras and you just see a man slowly taking his clothes off because the cameras have to follow yeah. the ball and it's all right there and there's nothing that you can do. And Then all of a sudden he just kind of walks out and it's all right there oh for us to gosh. see. Yeah. That would be so funny. I hilarious. mean, pitch
2: invaders are just going to happen. I mean, the, the, what's the worst that can happen? A Monica Seles moment? Yikes. You remember when that happened? Yeah, I do. It's way it darken things. things. Well, I'm Seriously. just saying that's a Let that's a, hey. that is something that can happen.
0: Obviously, it did. <laughs> this match started off with such promise as for I'm watching it. West and Ham hoping, no, for Arsenal, mm. hoping that maybe <laughs> same thing. Just maybe this wasn't Liverpool's day. Yeah, with uh, Matip hitting uh, having Brian's favorite shot early in the match. Hitting the underside. tip did it right.
1: The yeah, he underside did it right. of the
0: bar shot. Heading yeah. it
1: down into the ground and getting the... That is so hard for a, a goalkeeper to stop. I'm he did it right. Who is heading the ball into the ground so hard? It bounces up so high, it hits the crossbar That's what I'm saying how does that the, happen the
2: underside of the crossbar it is harder to do that than anything <laughs> but, else. like
1: how hard are you heading that to deaden it into the ground and still getting it to bounce up that high it's unbelievable
0: yeah. watching that i thought maybe just maybe brian yep. this was not going to be liverpool's day but i couldn't have been more wrong and why were you wrong because the one moment that they
2: had a a chance to make it something go ahead you can give it now
0: andre iu wins the the cameron drum wasteful player of the week award that's correct hands down hits the post the same spot on the right post twice within two seconds and it's wide open that net was wide open it it's was nil. is it one nil at that
1: moment? It was blowing. one 0 He could and, have tied the match. Listen, it would have been anyone much who's different. been yeah.
0: wa- who watches football knows, a goal here or there can completely change everything. Yeah, That's completely right. Completely change everything. And you didn't
2: even need the Flappy Bird to flap over <sighs> there. I mean, he took care of it. All he, he had to do was get it on, on
0: frame. That's when Flappy Bird's at his worst. That's not necessarily true. He's actually pretty good. No, he's his he's jobs, great
1: on instinct. He's awful when he true. has to think.
0: Anyways, so then Daniel Sturridge lucks his way into <laughs> a goal. It was I mean, one of the best passes is, of the season. No, uh, no, that is absolutely true. It's just dumb that Daniel Sturridge is a recipient of it because he's just, he's just not a good player. He's a just great player. That. He's just not a good he player, a and he's got that player. dumb celebration. He just cannot. When you're scoring goals a lot, I'll accept that celebration. No, it was great. But when you score <laughs> once a year, no, come great. on, man. Give great. up the celebration. No, to no, no, no,
1: no. He is a great player who cannot stay healthy. Philippe when he Coutinho, is healthy and he's on the pitch, he is great. Philippe Coutinho. He was great, too.
0: Bails out Liverpool. Two
1: game. goals and an assist. Yeah,
0: he, great game. The little guy is just... He, he's brilliant. He really is. I mean, everyone knows it. He's, he's a little
1: streaky at times, and it can be frustrating for a fantasy owner. But, but he's one of those guys, if you stick with him,
0: you're going to benefit. Uh, well, he if you give him space, if you give him space on the pitch anywhere on the outside of the box, and you give him two steps to get a shot off, man, he's so good at if it. he's on that right foot. Yeah, if he yeah. can get it on the
2: right foot. Uh, this is a perfect example. So going into this weekend, the, if you put in – Three Liverpool people going into this weekend. I feel like this is a this is the time. You couldn't say that about many other matches going into any week.
0: Well, why would you have done that? I mean, I guess I understand. I'm why. saying
2: this week, if you want to really take a chance, uh, and you already have one. You're like about, if you already have Coutinho. You talking about going future? Yes. So, okay. I'm saying All right. Coming coming into this this week, what matchup do you want more than? A motivated A Liverpool? win yeah. Liverpool match against already relegated Burrow. I mean, this is at Anfield. This is this is ideal. It seems like not even Flappy. The can only mess thing, this one up.
0: The only thing Arsenal's secret weapon is Callum Chambers. <laughs> and he has to have he's an Arsenal player on loan. He has uh, to have the most massive day of his life. They need you eleven
1: Callum Chambers.
0: Dave, that's what they need. Have you inserted Arsenal
2: into each match? So far, so yes. Far? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yes. There's, there's a thing. Uh,
1: frustrating. Divac Origi gets the fourth goal in this one right before I've sold him. Very, very frustrating.
2: <laughs> hey, Vinaldom with two assists as well. Or right Here's after that. I sold
0: Scott, him. Vinaldum, I Scott. It wouldn't even matter this week if you would have owned him. You would have benched him. Probably true. <laughs> Probably true. Uh you more, know, more I, on that.
1: You wonder if Middlesbrough would park the bus on the road final match. And then even if they do, it might not matter. That's to your I mean. point from before, Brian. I,
2: I just feel like this could hey, be defenders, Mignolet Minule's cheap. Hey. Four point seven for Minule.
0: I might go own Callum Chambers this week. Uh, if you want to at your do own that, peril. That, yes. <laughs> He's gonna will them to a shutout. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. I just think
2: this is this is the time. <laughs>
0: Arsenal's going to sneak into fourth place.
1: Stoke 1, Arsenal 4. That can only still happen because they first won this match. Peter Crouch getting the goal for yeah. the Potters. Olivier Giroud with a brace. Mesut Ozil and Alexis Sanchez. Sort of the list of what might have been in goal scorers
2: yeah, I for mean, this one. 4-1 seems like it should have been the scoreline for way more Arsenal matches Agreed. this season. You, you know why there,
0: there wasn't? It was formation, I guess.
2: Hey, are they going to stay? I was going to say, are they going to. One, are you mad that they copied Chelsea? Two, are they going to stay with this indefinitely to just play a back three like that?
1: (laughs) It depends who the manager is, right? (laughs) Uh, This is weird because I don't think Wenger had a history of ever
0: playing this formation, right?
1: Oh, this is going to be. You are going to see so much 3 4 3 next year. It's not even funny.
0: Well, so here's.
1: We're already seeing it this year.
0: What was. What's been, I think something that has really changed in the last couple years is teams getting really good at counterattacking. Their midfielders getting the ball right out of possession and strikers being ready to roll and, and, you know, sprinting down the field on the through balls. In order to counteract that, especially in Arsenal, and listen, and this is what bit them all year, you could argue, is when they get caught out, the the uh left and right backs are get caught out too far up the field and they're left with just two defenders back there so they went to a back 3 now they have three guys mainly just staying back there and then obviously the wing backs of with Montreal and Bellarin and Or Chamberlain played there sometimes as well yeah. but it is you know and I'll get to it in in a minute but there they have been completely successful with this formation as much success as chelsea had with that formation
1: i'm calling it right now next year's champion in the league is going to be the first club that figures out how to break down the 343
0: well someone has i mean every every system can be broken down and has its weakness
1: but this one this one's in vogue and it it, it is in vogue because it works right now it's working just like no one could figure out how to stop lester from doing what they did all last year, uh, now this year they did, and obviously we saw what that plus you know dilly ding dilly dong um, did for them. However, uh, you know you're going to have to figure out you're going to have to set up your squad in the summer to either maximize the three four three or 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 break it down in the best
2: way
0: possible. Did you guys notice how Sanchez in this match was able to self heal himself?
2: Did you notice that it was a miracle? Did you notice that? Oh, he was – it's like nothing happened to him. Yeah. This was uh, less of an injury, though, than his ankle injury weeks and weeks ago where where everyone was convinced he was going to be out for, oh, I don't know, maybe the rest of the season. <clears throat> no, he healed quickly, and, yeah. he, and he looked fine. He looked very he looked fine. fine
1: today. Well, he followed, I was going to say, they, you know, he followed up the goal in the Stoke match uh, today with the Arsenal 2-0 win over Sunderland. He scored both goals late. <laughs> so three goals for Alexis in these two matches. It, he would have been a great choice for triple captain if anyone had thought to do that. He right, was a
2: great choice for triple captain. Right, right. How Ryan. many points did you get Ryan. for Alexis?
0: Thank you. That's That was Alexis my question.
2: Sanchez, if you happen to triple captain him, was worth 81 points <laughs> for the double league. That's which, more. Which happens, I think that's
0: more which than happens, my entire team. Which happens to be
2: the Nine-two. almost the exact number of points that I was trailing uh, first and second place <laughs> uh, going into this mini-league matchup. This is um, so
0: ridiculous. This is what Amazing. I don't understand.
2: So I know for me when i looking ahead a few weeks ago right
0: getting sanchez into the lineup and and by I, the way we talked about a few weeks ago and and we, i'm not sure i had a great answer and i can't i think you said yeah i would probably lean sanchez yeah because we were talking about hazard hazard and
2: sanchez and others because of their matches in the in this set this double week set of matches right so Two weeks ago, we looked at it here just a second ago, Dave. They played Manchester United, and they played Leicester City. Yes. He finishes that little stretch. He gets back on track. He doesn't get anything in the the United match. I think he scored against Leicester. Yep. So he had a decent week. Per the Fantasy Premier League, 51,000 people triple Captain Sanchez for double week 36. And I had that same thought, yeah, and looking ahead, I mean, did you for those of you, if you did that, why? Why would you triple captain him when you could look ahead two weeks to when he was playing Sunderland and Stoke back to back? Like, to me, it just seemed like I, like I, I thought, this is it. This is going to make or break it. You know, yeah. It's either either he's gonna do what he needs to do or he's not. He's just gonna kind of collapse back into what he did, and he didn't. He was great. Alexis Sanchez is uh, probably the difference for a lot of people. Brian, you're week. not
0: done scoring. I'm not this done this week. Scoring. Are you? No.
1: And you know what's interesting about Alexis? We've talked at length in multiple pods about who is the real problem at Arsenal, and I've been trying to convince you, Dave, that it's not Wenger, that it's Alexis. However, when he scores goals like he is to end the season, he's only going to make it certain that it's Wenger who's out, not Alexis, who's out. I
0: don't know if it's either one.
1: Well, then, you know, enjoy fourth place next year. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Bringing in a
0: new manager doesn't guarantee first place. Do you want your Arsenal moment? Tell it to Chelsea. I yeah, I have an Arsenal moment. Okay. All right, let's, let's get that Arsenal moment. All right. right now?
2: Yeah. I'm going to take a nap under the table while you do that. (laughs) All right. right, You do that.
0: Okay. Good night, night, guys. Dear Arsenal, loving you has not been easy this year. I want to think that our relationship will always be sunshine and roses. But what relationship is really like that, other than peanut butter and jelly? Not many. But this year, more than most, has been a roller coaster, up and down, Boat-bobbing-in-the-ocean type of a year. The year started with massive expectations coming off a second-place finish in the league. But not long after Santi Cazorla got injured, things started to slowly unravel. So much so that our manager was being taunted and ridiculed. Planes with banners being flown over stadiums. And then Ozil just disappeared. Like literally just disappeared on the field. Then we experienced the thrashing of embarrassment from Bayern Munich. We were slowly drifting down the table with horrible result after horrible result. But then came the moment that might have salvaged the season. After getting torched by Crystal Palace 3-0, the manager thought, maybe Antonio Conte is onto something, and switched formations to a 3-4-3. And thus instantly, and I mean as fast as, as the change in formation league champions' Chelsea season turned around, instantly, Arsenal's results became positive. You remembered how to win. And when you have. Winning seven of eight games. In doing so, you have put yourself in a position to possibly snag fourth place away from Liverpool. Let's hope and pray that maybe... Just maybe the end of the season can give us Champions League football and a record FA Cup title. Wow, what a moment. Yeah. What do you think about that?
1: If it wasn't for Arsenal winning this match this week, uh, you know, there would be nothing left to play for in game week 38. That's correct. So at least uh, neutrals have that to be thankful for, even though uh, it seems unlikely. You know, it's funny. Uh, Arsene Wenger was complaining about uh, clubs tossing in the towel early this season, uh, ostensibly complaining because Arsenal aren't going to be able to catch up to the rivals because no one's trying anymore. That's really what he was alluding to. But also I noticed today, even today, Dave, Yeah. he was still referencing Bayern Munich as well. Dude. It's unreal how much that Champions League defeat scarred them, especially uh, Urzel.
0: With well, well, within 7 days losing an aggregate 10 to 2. It was rough. I mean that that is a that's probably a thrashing that most of those professionals will never have like that again.
2: Thank you for bringing Santi Cazorla back into the uh, podcast get our i don't st- even need like get, we all miss that guy get our stat guy on uh on when the last santee reference was uh, on the pod cathola uh hector bellerin dave yes uh now a midfielder pretty yeah, much pretty much uh two assists today congrats on anybody who uh who went back to hector bellerin for whatever reason uh for this for this couple of weeks uh Scott, you want to shout out Jordan Pickford? Dude,
1: he is going to be great for Liverpool next year. That's fantastic.
2: Jordan Pickford had 11 saves.
0: Oh, that really, I think that really has legs, by the (laughs) way. Yeah, that's for sure. He's going to
2: make somebody's team very happy uh, next year. 11 saves, earned a bonus point despite conceding two goals. That's incredible today. Uh, Arsenal owned that game. It was right? the, I mean, oh yeah, it was that, never his The doubt. difference between, I mean, I, you, it felt like it should have turned to two nothing by halftime, especially after the first Alexis goal was was, was disallowed, disallowed because, after, hit, because of Drew's, drew's, arm, arm, drew's yeah. arm. So, because at that point they're already threatening a lot and yeah. they score pretty quickly, and then it's like, oh man, well how many? Now it's just like how many are going to go right. Ahead. But no, it didn't, and then as the game wore on, it really started to feel like panicky, uh, disinterested Arsenal fans who are about to fly another banner over the stadium uh. Uh, during the match to get Wenger out. But no, they turned it around and ended up scoring two. But n- no thanks to Jordan Pickford, who did everything he possibly could to keep every single ball out of the net. It's 11 like, saves, I think. 11 so saves.
0: Well done, Jordan Pickford.
2: Is there anything else you guys want to say about any of these guys? No.
0: I know Arsenal on. will be playing to win this last match. I would guess right? so. I mean, so if, you, if you've if you been owning Sanchez, absolutely own him. Ozil's, and yet... Ozil's been scoring well.
1: They've got the... I mean, on paper, at least, they have the toughest matchup. Mm-hmm. Arsenal-Everton on paper is the best but matchup But Everton of the final has game. been at yep. the beach. I know, I know. For a while. I know. I'm not... I wouldn't bank on them putting up much of a fight, but... On paper, I mean, you've got you've got fifth place Arsenal against seventh place Everton. That's the best match on paper uh, of the weekend.
0: Ozil, the last three weeks, has either had a goal or assist every every week. Mm-hmm. Man, you. I'm glad that it's he was able weird. to take
1: that you know to those two months off to recover mentally. If
0: I manage him next year, <laughs> if I'm the manager and I manage him next year, I literally in the middle of the season just give him two months off.
2: Hey, he got a little chippy in this match, Ozil. That's weird.
0: Yeah. Ever uh, since the was it? Uh, ever since the the tunnel drug testing, maybe someone mentioned the drug testing yeah, to him. That Brian. Could be. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but he.
2: Kept, I'm okay with him showing a little fire. Yeah, it was a little fire, and uh, he he played well. I think he I think he finished the match with the most. I think he finished with all the the top bonus point, uh, despite Alexis's brace. Yeah, in this one. Wow, so, good on you, Mezzet. Yeah, look at you. Welcome
0: back. Hey, it's a little late, Mesut. Hmm. But you know what? I'll still take it.
1: Manchester City 2, Leicester City 1. Dave, you nailed it. Match of the weekend. Uh, Silva and Jesus with the City goals. Okazaki with the Leicester goal. Um, Lots of stuff to talk about in this match. Uh, Barely fantasy-related. But uh, we're at a point where we can do that in the season. David Silva's goal should not have counted. I think we all can agree that first goal should not have counted. So at best you could say this should have been 1-1. Um oh, and by the way, I've been waiting
0: to talk about this match. Oh, it was so because good. Because I get proven. I get to prove something to you. To me. Oh yeah. Oh All right, yeah. Well, go it's, ahead. When I'm I'm ready. Ready. I mean, I you were setting everything up. I just uh,
1: I mean, he was offside or uh, not he he wasn't offside. Sterling was offside. Yeah. Sterling made a definite play at the ball. It definitely
2: had an impact on uh, I'm still amazed that they can screw it. that up. Casper Schmeichel explained the entire the goings on of that moment like he was explaining it to a child post match <laughs> to the to the interviewer who asked him how he was feeling uh, about that about that rule. Did he
0: make those feelings known to? Speaking of somebody who's going what? Go What are you gonna ask to the? I, I did. I was hoping one of you were gonna chime in with the referee's name. I don't know. Who Bobby the, Madley did did he didn't didn't mess this one up
1: he didn't mess this one up it was the linesman who messed this one up Madley even gave the linesman a chance to uh, make the right call he wouldn't really yeah the bobby madley for all of the weird and controversial and close calls that there were in this match i actually think bobby madley was close to 100 percent on the calls that he was responsible for
0: okay
1: uh this one was wrong and i put it purely on the linesman, and I forget the linesman's name. Did but Madley
0: not have an angle? Probably was he looking through people and he you couldn't know, maybe, see.
1: Maybe. Maybe. That, that could have been a flaw. That could okay. have been a flaw. He should Anyways, have probably seen
2: Brian, you were saying. I was going to say Casper Schmeichel is going to make some other team really happy yeah. next season if he goes somewhere else. He Kasper is Schmeichel be, a heck of a goalkeeper. He yeah. is going to be great <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> for
1: West Ham next
2: year. Casper Schmeichel. Casper Schmeichel has I I am a permanent fan of Kasper Schmeichel. I love the fire of that guy. Plays he's, plays plays with real desire and passion.
0: He's not a big guy, 6-1. He's great. 30 years old. fire, which is not old for a goalkeeper. He's fiery. I love his leadership too. Yeah, love it. He commands that back line, yep, yep. and that's very important. I love agree. It.
1: Uh, I'm going to give out my honorary fantasy half point in this match. Oh. I'd like nice. to go ahead and do that now if that's okay. Do it. Is that all right? I'm going to go ahead and give my honorary fantasy half point to a man I think is deserving of it, purely on the basis of talent alone, and that is one Riyad Mahrez.
0: I was hoping you had going to go a different direction, but go Well, on.
1: listen, anyone can score on a penalty kick with one foot. Mm-hmm. You deserve my honorary fantasy half point if you can do it with two feet. Yeah, yeah. very impressive by Riyad Mara. What Maris. a
0: stooge! <laughs> what a stooge! Hey, guess what? New segment. I have a fantasy half point. Oh, uh, all right. What is, is it? This is purely one total point to this go back. Good. I'm going to bring up an old an old argument.
1: All right, I'm ready.
0: There was a, a pot earlier this year where oh. we discussed an incident between the great Zlatan Ibrahimović and oh, and the, the Tyrone Mings guy. Oh, yeah. And how Zlatan waited until the next free kick before he retaliated for the stomping of him, right? <laughs> and how he did it, Scott, in such a professional way, right? He waited... He didn't get up and whine and complain when he got stomped on. He waited for the appropriate time and then he gave him the business. He dished out some hard justice. He did. He took care of it on the playing pitch. Uh-huh. In this game, I saw it firsthand and this guy, this guy has I, I love him now. He was, he was he's an okay he's is an okay footballer.
2: If you defend Fernandinho, In Mark that- Oh, okay, good, Albrighton, good, good, okay, yeah, yeah,
0: good. Got hammer-elbowed okay. from Fernandinho yeah, in right this match. in snatch. the eyeball. Puffy eye, cut lip. It should have been called. This was a play that happened between the two of them where, like, no one else was around. It yeah. wasn't like someone couldn't have not seen this. Anyways, Mark Albrighton gets blasted in the nose, in the face, is laying down on the ground. They probably thought they were going to take him off the pitch. He stays on. He waited. He waited patiently, 30 plus minutes in the match. And he got his opportunity, a ball going out of bounds, Fernandinho chasing it. And All Brighton gave him a nice, hard foul. Just as he was being subbed off, too. Referee comes over, gives him the yellow card. And it was almost like Shakespeare was waiting for him to get a chance to give Fernandinho the tough justice, Brian. Yep. And, uh, and, then he, and then he pulled him off. And I thought Albrighton handled it perfectly. He didn't get up, didn't run and, and get in his face. He just handled his business like a professional. Mark Albrighton, you get my first and only ever fantasy half point.
2: Hey, he still got the assist on Okazaki's goal, too. Nice game for Mark Albrighton. Heck of a pass. Okazaki's goal. Awesome. More goals, match. please. Okazaki. I
0: can't see enough pictures of Okazaki being happy. Yep. That guy is Shinji. Yeah, Shinji. Yeah, I'll take Okazaki on my team. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, Fernandinho is quickly
1: taking over Fellaini's role as league thug.
0: Oh my gosh! No kidding.
2: And uh, honestly, I agree 100%. He's a hundred percent. Inspi- he's a good inspiration to aspiring league thugs like Granite Jaka. For all of the, <laughs> You <for> <laughs> <all> <laughs> <we> <laughs> need to get
0: off my
1: granite. Uh huh. All right. Is that a euphemism? For all of the (laughs) yellow and red cards Fernandinho has received this year, he honestly should have received a lot more. Uh, City followed up that result with a 3-1 win uh, over West Brom. Gabriel Jesus again, our boy KDB, and Yaya Toure with the goals. Uh, That guy, Hal Robson Canoe scoring for West Brom. Man, oh man.
0: Kevin DeBrown, I think, going into next year, will be a must-own on a fantasy football team um, assuming pep doesn't mess with things
1: why would you Him? say that
0: he has been as good as ever this year and yeah. he's
1: hard to own this year what's going to change he's next leading the league in assists sure
0: sure i get that well, what's when, happened is his starts have well, been weird but where is he on the
2: where is he currently on the midfielder table On the midfielder scoring did he crack the top five has he cracked top five after this in midfielder
1: scoring, he is fifth. Yes.
2: Yep, he's okay. fifth.
0: He's he's so, he's eleven points ahead of Gilfie. Yeah. And twelve and ahead of King. He's behind yeah, Sanchez say, Hazard to have Ericsson a bit of a cushion
2: over Josh King, but that's not Josh King's fault. No. No. They he had himself a game. He has perfect passes. He is perfect. When he is on, he is perfect. That's the one thing I feel like the the those guys uh, when when the Gilfies and uh, any of those creative midfielders like that are on they're very good but he is he just feels like he's on another plane of player.
0: I got a stat for you guys. How many? I want both of you to guess how many games you think De Brown missed this year. This was missed l- all. I mean, he subbed in a lot. Yeah. Okay. No. No. Okay. You won zero minutes. No. 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 How many games did he not start?
2: How many did he not start? 10.
0: Scott.
2: 10's a good number. I'll uh
0: You do you you can no. say 10.
1: I'll go higher. Just for okay. why not? What, six.
0: 12. That's not too bad. So six. he started 32? Way less. Are you
1: saying he started 32 matches? Yes, way less than I expected.
0: That's 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 what I'm saying. All right, how
1: many t- I mean, just give me a rough estimate. How many times did he play the full 90? It's probably not very many, and maybe that's what's, that's what's coloring our, yeah. our thought process on him.
0: I'm surprised with this answer, too. 21, he played the full 90.
1: It's not a terrible number, but at the same time, it's not a
0: great number. 21 full. Every game other than those six that he played, he played more than 60 minutes. So you, did, so you got, even if he got subbed out, he was playing more than sixteen. Did he minutes. miss consecutive matches at some point
2: because of an injury? That would be the other thing for him. that I, he He's had it. I mean, last year the knee injury kept him up for a while. I Man, what did he miss? Eight, I think he missed eight weeks last season or something like that.
0: He did not miss. There was two games, week nine and week ten, where he played 45 minutes and 23 minutes.
2: Yeah, I feel like there was an injury at some point where he either didn't play a lot or something happened. But either way, I mean, that would be my biggest concern with that him. That was it. After rotation, just the just depending on. Interesting today. I don't know if you saw it. If you, since you didn't watch anything, I don't know if yeah. you heard it, Scott. But they NBC Sports always brings on. They bring on Neil Ashton from the Sun, yeah. To, yeah. You know, just to kind of collect headlines stuff like that. But he was talking about recent interviews, a recent interview with Pep, where he kept where he said multiple times, "If I'm the manager next season, That's if weird. I'm still here next year." He Neil Ashton's take was. Who knows? Like the feeling is that that behind the scenes, because he also said this week, the other quote that people latched onto was him saying, "If I were at a bigger club, I would have been sacked by now." If speaking of, if I had been at Bayern or or some, or some some other club that expects to to win, going back to, Gar- to Barcelona. I mean, well, no. So that's the question. The question is whether not whether or not he would be there, but whether or not the the club ownership. Uh, wants him to be there so their feeling is that there could be tension between him and the team ownership Mm. i can't imagine you wouldn't want him to be there given how terrible defensively they've been this year they it seems like like it seems like they have a, a it feels like a fairly correctable problem considering the fact that they are devastating whenever they are on they, I mean, brother Matt said it
0: last match. They are so stacked everywhere,
2: everywhere, it's everywhere, true. except their back, the back line.
0: It's true. Pep has never been known to be to even care about about defense. I mean, look, he thought he thought Bravo was going to be a good goalkeeper. That's and, the other and, thing, in the Premier League. They, they you, are going to finish probably third with
2: mostly Claudio Bravo as their goalkeeper.
0: If the 3-4-3 three, three continues, I think that City will struggle. Continue to struggle. Chelsea didn't struggle Unless with City. Unless
2: they get Kyle Walker or Danny Rose. Huh. Or both. Or both. The-
1: While we're on the subject, I feel like this is a good time for a John Stones ownership update. Oh yeah,
2: great! John Stones ownership update!
1: Sure. I mean, he's not really playing much. He uh, got in today. He did get in. He got subbed in. in today. He did get in late today. Uh, John Stones is currently 73rd in defender scoring for the season. Uh, his ownership has gone down. Good. So props to some folks. But, you know, it's been in the 14 and 15% yes. range. Right? I was
0: going to guess it was still probably around 14%. Is it still over 10 it is over
2: 10 11% it is 13.4 <laughs> what are you people doing <laughs> that's what i want to know oh my goodness listen how many of you have given up on the season raise your hand all check, the john, check for john at stone's least
1: 13.4% of players in FPL wow. have given up on john stones amazing everton 1 Watford nil. the lone goal uh, coming from Ross Barkley who may or may not be on Everton next year yeah. Quite yeah. honestly, that's, that's okay. He is not going to be good for Liverpool next year because he won't be there. Yeah. You, anyway, who would, why would you want him there? Watford gets the win because the only club at the beach more than them, Watford. Watford's got
2: both <laughs> feet in the water. <laughs> Everton cow. just a toe. Uh, Matsari managing them next season or not? He better not be. Oh. He better not be. After, the, after Kike. 13th thirteenth, you, thirteenth
1: yeah. is a fireable offense.
2: That's, right. Yes. Thirteenth yeah. is a fireable offense. And Watford's what? Fifteenth. I think they might be lower. Sixteenth now. And something like that. Yeah, I think.
0: And 15th. or do they realize that they made a mistake last year firing Kike oh, and yeah. realize do we really want to do this again? Uh, sorry for the somebody put Troy Deeney
2: on on English milk cartons. Holy cow. <laughs> Sucks that you had a whatever falling out happened between him and management disappeared. Uh captain and obviously most important player for them from the majority of the season. Nowhere to be found, especially at the end. Hey, uh Elka, good lord that guy. Twelve points, 12 more points this week. Hmm. What seventy 70- total points since he started permanently starting in week 28 i guarantee congrats, that's number one congrats phil jagielka for finishing strong even if everyone else in everton is at the beach which is hard to do as a defender
1: yep uh, that's impressive yep. that's really impressive going back to watford briefly you were exactly right brian uh they are 16th now yeah, level on points with burnley Uh, but behind in goal differential. If Swansea give a crap in their final match too, Watford could finish 17th.
2: Yep. And they do give a crap. We know that Swansea do somewhat still kind of
0: give a crap. Hey, Jagielka's three out of the last 10 games he played, only three was either a one or two. Yeah. Every other one was a six or higher. Yeah, he's been four four. he has been double has digits been,
2: four times. He has been significant. Holy smokes. Yep.
1: Crystal Palace four Hull Nil. This was the biggest relegation six pointer of the season just because of when it fell, and yet didn't feel that way. Hull go down, third and final club relegated thanks to goals from Wilfried Zaha, Christian Benteke, Milivojevic, yeah, and Patrick Van Anholt.
2: Millevoyevitch on on penalties. That's right. Uh, Zaha first goal since week thirty. That was uh, some good instincts, wasn't it? Sold by yeah, sold by hundreds of thousands of people in the past few weeks, but sold by ninety five thousand, just over ninety five thousand, going into this week. Uh, similar story for Benteke. His first goal in three weeks. Almost ninety thousand people sold him going into the week. Uh, I don't know why you would have expected anything from them except that they were at home to Hall.
0: Can I give you guys a uh, day's mind-blowing stat of the week? Sure. That's a yeah, that's a really good one. Is the theme music for this one just a bunch of fireworks exploding? Yeah, it's never happened before. Okay. Ever. In other words, this is another segment I've just made up. We don't ever do that, Dave. In a segment we like to call Dave's mind-blowing stat of the week. Great. Hall City. seventy. .3 percent possession and loses for nothing. Wow. That is nearly <laughs> uh, blowing my mind. Oh, on. Just on. Just- stop, stop. Hull City 659 touches to Crystal Palace's 384. Just Hull City 487 passes to Crystal Palace's 200. Well, let's be
1: clear, this was a 2-0 win with two goals as Hull were just trying everything they could to score and leaving themselves wide open at the
0: back. I guarantee you this is the only game that Hull City has had a 70% per- possession in the last 15, 20 years. It's
2: blowing my mind just contemplating it, if I enough. have to be honest with hey, you. And that,
0: and that <laughs>
2: is Dave's mind-blowing stat
0: of the week.
1: Uh, I love what BBC did in their post-match report they defined Hull's season with four people mm-hmm. eight words if you will uh steve bruce who bailed from the club late in the summer leaving them in a major bind six senior players to start the year if you recall second name mike phelan he took over they were first place Early, but first place in the table isn't after that the when first they couple had of weeks. Isn't that when they start. had like 15 total rostered mm-hmm. players? Mm-hmm. Yep. They were, oh, they, he was manager of the month in August, Mike Phelan. Third name, Ryan Mason. Oh, man. Crack skull. Oh, Get well soon. And then Robert Snodgrass, their best player, first half of the season getting sold to West Ham in January. Yeah, That's their season. You could throw in Marco you could Silva.
0: Argue, you could argue if Snodgrass isn't sold. They might still be up.
1: That's fascinating you say that. Marco Silva did what he could, and I saw after, uh, what match was it? I think it was. um, Was it their 2-0 loss to Sunderland? No, no, no. It was this past weekend. Cut all this out, Dave. Um, After West Ham lost later in the day to Liverpool 4-0 at home, Robbie Earle speculated that Marco Silva could take the West Ham job mm. if they decide they don't like Slavin Bilic there anymore. Hey, Scott. He
0: only made a good
1: name for himself, Marco yeah, Silva, this absolutely. year. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Scott, how many goals did Robert Snodgrass score for Hull City? Twelve. Seven. I'm yeah. sure he's How still many won. did he score for West Ham, Brian? One. He might have one. Zero. Really? Don't make now, that symbol at me. Now, <laughs> think about this. What would seven goals have made a difference in Hull City's second Second half half. of the season. I'm
2: sure he's still their top-scoring player. He has to be. He he was.
0: He was well after he left. (laughs) You see my point. Yeah. Yeah. That decision to sell him, Mm -hmm. how much money did that cost Hull City?
1: How much do you lose going to the championship?
0: $100 (laughs) million? $100 million? How much did they sell him to
1: West Ham for? Not that much. Yep. There's no way. Unreal. Bournemouth 2 burnley won. brian
2: goal by junior freaking stanislaus he is making you look so
1: good i mean oh by the way josh king scored too this is scott's stat of the day oh okay you we actually have this? that segment already oh you mean yeah he's got one ready, and ready for you yeah, yeah. right now got it
0: and now it's time for scott's stat of the day
1: Josh King's goals have been worth 12 points. The stat is 12. 12 points to Bournemouth this season. That's how much Josh King's goals have been worth. That is third in the league. Diego Costa is first. Sergio Aguero is second. Josh King, the third most valuable player in terms of goals in the Premier League this season. Brian, Brian. Scott,
0: Scott, listen to this. One time, Brian said, Josh King. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Own him? Brian. Josh King.
2: I we s- will look, forever
0: use that quote. Look, when I
2: finally did own him, it was a great move. <laughs> I did what a lot of people did. I sold him after their egg against Tottenham. Mm-hmm. It's true. That I, was a mistake. Yes, the the
0: one mistake all year that I didn't make was not selling Josh King after. That. Josh King. There's too many negatives for Dave, me to follow that. Josh
2: yeah, yeah. King, per the Fantasy Premier League, is literally the best value forward player. As he should be. 28.7 points per million, Josh King. Mm. Sixth place midfielder, Josh King, for all midfielders in the Premier League in Fantasy Premier League scoring. That is, what a season.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Interestingly, the Burnley goal coming from Sam Vokes, who has found a little bit of form here to Uh end the season. But, I mean, it's Sam Vokes. What are you going to do?
2: That's a really good question. In a new segment, we like to call, hey, Sam Vokes, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Three straight full 90s. Three goals in his last two matches. Burnley finish up at home to West Ham. He's going to get another. He's 5.6. He'll get another. I mean, this is. I mean, if you're, if there was ever a time to own, we mentioned <laughs> Sam Vokes because Sam Vokes had a yeah. good run of form earlier yeah. on in the season, briefly, like a three week window. Yeah, and they couldn't figure out to, whether or not to play him or Andre uh, Gray or, uh, Andre, or, or Ashley Barnes right. later. So they yeah. were they were doing that. Ashley Barnes had a had a blip on the on their radar too, where he looked like he could be it. But now, I mean, Sam Vokes, this is three in a row, and hey, why not? Last, last, last guy you want to make some money up somewhere else? Why not throw Sam Vokes out there? Why not?
1: Middlesbrough one, Southampton two. Patrick Bamford scores for Middlesbrough. He, he was upset that the BBC called him a championship player the week before. Oh. Uh, Southampton's goals coming from J Rod and Nathan Redmond. Mister, what could have been? Uh, Shane Long missed a penalty kick seriously shane long come on uh, I mean, this was a, and, and no guy. gabby adini to be found
2: no yeah, gabby adini to be found in this weird match. and weird and no weird and no jack stevens uh and i believe and no charlie austin i yes that's true too did dusan Tadic play in this match can somebody find that briefly i think he did but yes we can find it no he did not he was not in the side Gabbiadini didn't even make the he didn't even make the bench. Neither did Tottage. Yeah, so, Claude
1: Puel is my least favorite. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's the least favorite of a lot of Southampton players too. That dude is gone. Hey, he is gone hey, this summer.
2: Jeremy Peed played. That's great for them. Yeah. Do you guys want to say goodbye to someone? I sure do. Uh,
1: we're gonna disguise it in a "how to say with Brian J" segment, but
0: are we gonna say goodbye to George
1: yeah. Friend?
2: No, he <laughs> is a friend to all mankind. But no, we are not going to say it. we. I mean, we we can we can just say bye to him. Oh, I can't say. Fa- we're I can't,
1: gonna say. I can't say goodbye fast enough to Elvar on a I know that much. Mm. But is that who you're talking about?
2: No, I'm not. No, okay. He's bye. a different guy. Okay. Are we gonna say goodbye to Brad Guzan? We, well, Dave, we're going to do it, as Scott said, disguised as a how to say.
0: (laughs) We'll cut that. I'll cut that completely out.
2: I think you should leave it in. Oh, well. So so. are we going to need music for this? We are. We are going to need music. We're going to put music in this, Dave. If only I could have looked far enough ahead. I know. Uh, The music, Dave, you know, if it wasn't in so many terrible commercials lately... I'd be tempted to tell you to use the Cheers theme song.
0: Yeah. It has made its way into some commercials, hasn't
2: it? Yeah, you know what it's in is a Michelob Ultra commercial, which Michelob Ultra and everyone that's in those commercials, they can all die in a fire. <laughs> is there some kind of
1: copyright
2: that expired on that song
1: or something? Or maybe they just sold it to every bidder?
2: And I would say Taco Bell breakfast commercials have used a an obvious variation on the Cheers theme song. Interesting So,
1: Speaking of dying Taco Bell breakfast Go ahead Let's use
2: mm. Let's use uh, Yesterday By the Beatles Okay It's a very sad uh, Terrible song For uh, for us to say Sure This week's How to say Which cannot possibly Do justice To someone As amazing As Brad is Yeah His first name is Brad Brad He spent a lot Of his early career Looking like Ari and Robin But anyone Fully bald <laughs> I guess that's okay. Hey,
0: there's I'm nothing not, wrong with fully ball I'm kids. not sure.
2: I know. Well I'm not sure <laughs> what the equivalent is in real life to going from playing for Aston Villa mm. and then playing for Middlesbrough. Maybe mm. sneezing so hard that it makes you fart at the same time. <laughs> He's going to be great for Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like that part in Home Alone when Joe Pesci gets covered in glue and then sprayed with feathers me love either way love that scene the fact is the fact is basically the last thing that he'll be remembered for is getting meg three times versus chelsea (laughs) and then immediately following that up by at south versus southampton Middlesbrough fans chanting for him to get subbed off (laughs) at, (laughs) at one point now it's consecutive weeks of humiliation to be fair at least one fan claims that they were hoping that the su- that he would get subbed so that beloved other backup goalkeeper, Demi Constantinopoulos. Are you sure that's how you say that? Constantinopoulos. He's not the subject of it. Oh, okay. Could sub on. Mm. But who knows? Who knows the hearts of the, the men and women of Middlesbrough? Yeah, there's no way to know to that. speak to know what they're thinking. Yeah, they're yeah. feeling deep inside. Yeah. So, one last time, we learn how to say, as we say goodbye, your Middlesbrough goalkeeper, whom we will pray for at least one last time, Brad Guzan. Pray for Guzan. Fellow. Guzan. What am I doing? Guzan.
1: Guzan. Yes. It's He's a, American. American, Brad Guzan. Just like Lyndon Gooch is for some I just,
2: I just burn Guzan. <laughs> he, did. <laughs> he did.
1: He did. He absolutely did. God, and
0: uh, by the way, uh, before. Guzan. You, Guzan. Might be. Minnesota United's.
1: I was gonna say I lied. He's gonna be great for the Vancouver Whitecaps oh, next yeah. year.
0: He's not gonna be there for the Minnesota Wild. Honestly, or that'd be the amazing. The Minnesota
1: Loons. Stuff? The Loons. Minnesota United FC. The Loons. Oh yeah, those. I mean, those are fierce. State bird, man. Sure, that's don't, good. don't mock. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they're really they're not bad anymore. They're decent. They're they're respectable now. Okay. Rough start to the Th- season. They're not Atlanta United. No <laughs> one can be. <laughs> Sunderland nil, Swansea 2, Fernando Llorente rewarding his FPL owners with a goal, Kyle Naughton getting his first career Premier League goal as a follow-up. Which was quite a blast. It was a blast. Uh, this match, I mean, it had drama pre-kickoff, but then the match started and everyone remembered. Sunderland doesn't care. Scott,
0: you're one of your, uh, your good calls last week, mm-hmm. you followed it up with uh, you, you put your money where your mouth is. And you started the Renta in Sigurdsson. I did. Um, Scott it, never it, got it,
2: rid of of Gilfie. Never Unlike unlike some people unlike, who claim to have them in in their heart, like myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, no, I, we yeah. we all said that Swansea. I, as, sold, long as, I sold as long as they're in it, which makes it a bit of an uh, uh, I guess a question mark going into this week. Hey, why not? Swansea, Swansea players, everyone who played for them. Kyle Naughton, honestly, hasn't been a terrible guy to own uh, through this entire stretch either. He's really cheap. He's always been really cheap, and he is one of their –
0: he's on the other yeah. side
2: from, uh, from Olsen.
0: Does Sigurdsson love playing for teams where, like, he's only the guy? Like I don't know. Does he, does he feel like Swansea is the Premier League's form of Iceland?
2: Uh, no, but cool on uh, Swansea fans who who kind of do that Icelandic chant. Uh, the, uh, he's doing free kicks. The, yeah, the slow yeah. Claps. yeah, yeah, they do that. Yeah, it's good. Whenever he's uh, lining up some stuff. so Gilby's great. We can't wait to see where he goes. To your point, Brian, uh, Naughton's averaging about
1: five and a half points over the last eight weeks. That's really yeah. good. That's good for a defender. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously slightly skewed by his 15. Well, especially
0: playing for Swansea.
1: It's true. He had a 15 in this last match. So that skews it a bit. But yep. he's definitely in a good run. And, again, Swansea... Uh, you know they host West Brom, and man, they might. I mean, it's impossible to outbeach West Brom right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So hey, you never know. Dave, I wanna I wanna highlight something that our pod's gonna be doing uh, in the next couple of days. Okay. Uh, this is a bit of a tradition. It started last year, so I guess you could say the second yeah. annual yeah sure. uh, championship Sunday celebration. Yeah. Uh, we are gonna be all over Twitter. From the hours of 8.30 to 12.30 on Sunday morning, that's Eastern Standard Time in the United States. Yep. Uh, that's one thirty to 5.30 in England. This is the one week,
0: not to interrupt you. No, go ahead. Keep that thought. Mm-hmm. But the one week where you'll actually be able to see all the lineups come out and yep. pretty much and still be able to make a change. That's true. Uh, Maybe. It's going to mm-hmm. be close.
1: You usually got to set your match, your, 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 it's, a, it's the, the, the dumb hour and yeah. uh, it'd be nice if they changed. Well, things. it'd be nice if they changed some injury report mm. items too. But well, you, you know, that's one of our chanting anyways, Absolutely. back to your thought. So at, at eight thirty Eastern time, one thirty England time, we're going to start, uh, just lighting up Twitter, uh, hashtag FPL all over the place. Uh, Getting out in front of those lineups, giving you our analysis of who's playing and who's not uh, during that hour leading up to kickoff, and then starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the U.S., 3 p.m. England time, we're going to be all over all the goals and assists that are scored throughout the matches, the clean sheets for your defenders and your goalkeepers, just basically enjoying the beauty that is Championship Sunday. Yep. Obviously, seven matches at most won't matter. But three do, and uh, they'll all be going on at the same time, and that's fun. It's always a lot of fun. Also, you you know, it's not a bad idea to at least see the the um, guard of honor that Chelsea will walk out onto the pitch with one more time. Uh, Sunderland providing that for them. It's, it's always nice to see once the champions been crowned. So there's plenty to behold. On Championship Sunday. We're going to be on Twitter for four hours on Sunday. Wow. Throughout the whole thing from start to finish, pre-lineup to post-match. And uh, and we want you to follow and, and hope that you'll enjoy it.
0: That's going to be awesome. I, I'm really, really looking That's forward. a lot of tweeting. And I'm really looking forward to Arsenal sneaking in. Like they did on the last day last year in the second place. Sneaking in. To fourth place and yeah. robbing Liverpool of the Champions League match. Although the last couple of years, last three years, the team who's won the league has not been in Champions League. There you go.
1: So a little pain now for a little bit of uh, potential joy Maybe. later, Dave. Maybe delayed gratification. Maybe. Hey, uh, we are all over the internet. Fantasy Soccer is our website. Uh, Fantasy Soccer FC on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, already mentioned, we're going to be all over Twitter on Sunday. Uh, we're going to publish something on our website at the end of this week once NBC announces what matches are on what channels. Gotcha. So that here in the states, we can give you kind of a guide on what to do. Oh, good for championship. No, that's Sunday. excellent. So we're going to provide that on our website, fantasysoccerfc.com, later this week. And then I, we're just starting to the, to discuss amongst the three of us what we're going to do this summer. Summer
0: schedule. Will I'm be very excited about our summer plans. Because I'm going to the beach. For a couple weeks.
1: Hey, it's a wonderful place to be. Oh. When it's the right time. I agree. When it's the right time. Uh, I hate the beach. You do not. He burns. burns. Yes, I do. The burns. He burns. No, no, he burns. I'm peeling all over, but I don't care. It was still still worth it. It hurts so good. Uh, We are going to have a full summer of shows, uh, and so you're not going to miss anything from our podcast. Uh, Continue to stay subscribed to it throughout the summer. I think you're going to like what we're going to do. We're going to keep you entertained throughout the summer. Uh, recapping what happened this past season and getting you ready for next
0: season. Yep, it's going to be awesome. I don't Love
2: actually it. want the actors of Michaela Welcher commercials to die in fire. It was just hyperbole. I want to make that
0: clear. Well, funny how that won't make the open, Brian. All right, well, hey, thanks for uh, joining us and uh, until next time.